This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about a guy who wants to move out of his parents' house, and we talk about the exchange rate for dick pics. Check it out, share with friends. Also, Comedy Cellar, I'm going to be there Sunday night at 8.30, the 7th. Doing a half hour set. Come on out. Go to comedyseller.com. Get your reservation now. Sunday night, 8.30. Boom. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Sam York Labs here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Keep telling a friend. Keep listening. Keep pushing it. Keep telling people. Road trips is really where I see a lot of the growth from. And we're getting bigger every week. But you guys sending me a Snapchat of you in a car with a bunch of other people heading to wherever you're heading, wedding, you know, formal, beach weekend, whatever it might be, that's a great way to share because then it gets topics going. Car conversation, pushing time. This podcast is interactive, so I'm told. So keep spreading the word, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send in anything you'd like. Uh, we're on the road to a, hundred, to a minute with the hello and March, I was just in March to a March minute. to a minute. I was just informed that I'm cheating. <laughs> well, you, I feel like you changed. You know, it used to be just a hearty, yeah, visceral yell. Now I feel like you're kind of hitting a note. Yeah, but well, you're right. You're switching it up. Strategizing. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay. Well, you're, he's honing the skills. No, honing my craft, so to speak. And I'm very excited about today's. Well, this is also something that got brought up. I I got these uh, this furniture from Wayfair, mm-hmm. which is like online IKEA. And I told someone, I was like, yeah, I'm, I built, I'm building a credenza. And they're like, you're not building, you're assembling. Like, you're not like hatcheting down the wood and fashioning it into a credenza. You're assembling the thing that they sent to you. And I was like, what the you fuck is what? the difference? You Why do what? we have to... Fuck those people. Because right? those people, if they're going to build a credenza, they still have to go to Home Depot. Yeah. Where the wood... They don't chop down their own fucking trees. That's they don't they... make their screws. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. doing the exact same thing. You're just more efficient with it. Yeah. Fuck those people. I agree. And also, it's all this like the... You know, the, it's semantics. I'm not, I'm not walking around telling chicks at bars that <laughs> I'm a credenza builder yeah i'm saying i'm building the one they gave me i'm not like bragging i'm not walking around with a tool belt now like i'm tim the tool man right i'm I'm not saying i'm better than i am i'm just saying i built i'm building the credenza well i like how you always like because everything like here's what i like about this like i don't know if you're listeners because like anytime you're around like you listen to like a show you always wonder like is that person like that off screen (laughs) or off air Uh, i gotta tell you right now uh jared still talks about laughable every opportunity he gets and now that (laughs) that's a good segue (laughs) uh you should download the laughable app if you haven't already uh let's help us out laughable app it's the only way and that's a great way to segue into our guest today an okp original key player justin smith thank you for coming on dude thanks for having me man. a pledge to have you and you can find justin on laughable and see where else you've been on but you were you've been on you know what dude you've right. been on this podcast so you can go back and listen to past episode and subscribe to justin on laughable right so that's uh that's something you guys should download right now also you should get involved with justin smith if you haven't already at justin smith comedy on instagram go follow him on instagram justin smith comedy on instagram justin smith comedy on instagram he's going to be at the blue room in springfield missouri 
That's Springfield, Missouri, the Blue Room, 519, May 19th and 20th. And then you're also going to Myrtle Beach. I'll be in Myrtle Beach on uh, March 30 or May 31st and through the June 3rd. Okay. And then uh, Columbus, Columbus, Ohio, with uh, Nick Swartzen. Now you open for Nick Swartzen. Yeah. That guy does big fucking shows. Yeah, he does he's huge shows. And he's in movies. He's a movie star. Right. What's the you got? It's cool, fun. Yeah, dude, it's it's amazing. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, there are two people that I've met because, like, there I've met lots of people with, like the party persona, right? Mm. The guys that go out and they drink and they party. Yes. And then this is a, this is a testament to anybody that's listening to this podcast. Yeah. There are two people that I've met that walk the walk. Yeah. When it comes to who they are, like on their on stage persona, and mm. it's Nick Swartz and and Jared. Fruit. Oh, the J train. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I, dude, I've set, I don't know if that's I've, a good thing. I've sat at bars with Jared. And you, I don't know if you know this, but like there are times when like you're hanging out with somebody, and uh, you'll be talking to them the whole yeah. time. You won't go to the bathroom, and somehow they'll order shots. How, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how. Like we're having a conversation. <laughs> I've looked at you the whole time, yeah. and somehow somebody's putting Jameson in front of me. Yeah, that's. I'm uh, just like, all right. Well, I guess that's I guess. how deep you look into my eyes. You get you get lost <laughs> in my eyes, and that's how the I get the Jameson down. Um, I I it's uh, you always go to these like. Like Blue Room in Springfield, Missouri. Like you go to these like dude. I'm I feel like you're always doing comedy in backwoods, dude. No, I'm telling you, dude. I love I love rooms like that. Yeah. I'll tell you what, because there's this new wave now coming of like not coming, but like of these producers that actually love comedy. Like for yeah. so long, it's just club owners that like they just care about drinks and shit. Mm-hmm. But there's like this long list of got like Sean Joyce and fucking DC runs the Big Hunt. Never and done then, it. Oh, dude, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Nietzsche, who runs uh, the Saratoga Springs Comedy yeah. Works. Uh, I mean, like, just they're everywhere. There's guys, there's little guys all over the place. There's uh, like like Chris Foray who runs the Blue Room. Don't, they okay. just they love they love comedy. That's all yeah. it is. Guys like Seth Dees and and Raj Sharish. Like, and they they're, they're all in the middle of nowhere, and they have these amazing rooms, and they pack them, and they pack them with people that want to see comedy. And it's basically, not, these people are trusted by the audiences to you know that they're going to bring someone that they've never heard of, but will be great. Right. I mean, it's like they're following that seller philosophy of like, yeah. look, if we. Don't worry about whatever. If we just put the best goddamn show mm-hmm. that people can see, then people are going to come back and they're going to want more of it. Yeah. And they're also, but they're also pushing these comics. They're pushing their names, their brands. Yeah. Like they want people to like, hey, they want, they want people them to, to get walk involved. away with like, oh, you've found a new fan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. I mean, it's and, amazing. So go to Springfield, Missouri, 519, 520. Go watch Justin Smith at Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. He's fantastic. You guys are going to love him. Let's get into some emails. You ready? Absolutely, dude. Let's, let's, let's do, it. do it. Um, wow, we got an email that just came in. I love when they just come in and it's a heavy question. Ooh, it Man. just got here. One minute, hot off the press. Last time I got here, I had a heavy question too, and so, so like I feel like you're. I feel like this is a fat joke waiting to happen, right? <laughs> just <laughs> heavy question Friday with Justin Smith. Um, hi, Jared, longtime female listener here, huge fan. I saw one of your shows at the cellar in September with my mom. We still talk about it. Hey, thank you. Anyways, enough nut feathering. I was hoping to get your two cents on a problem I have. Let's hit the music. <laughs> I debated whether or not to ask about this for a long time because it's kind of a heavy question, but I think other listeners might have similar problems. I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder almost two years ago, and the adjustment has been a struggle. Things that used to be easy for me have become almost impossible, and my schoolwork and relationships have suffered. I take advantage as much as I can of all the resources my school has to offer. I have an amazing family and friends, and I see doctors regularly. However, that doesn't mean each day is in... Uh, isn't still some sort of internal battle. My question is, what advice do you have for college kids struggling with mental illness aside from the general take advantage of resources you have? I just want to make uh, to feel like a normal student again, but it's hard. I feel so different from the normal kids and also so different from the other bipolar people I have met. Thanks, Jared. Sorry for the long email. Don't be sorry. Um, <clears throat> I Man, this is like this is heavy because it also I'm no doctor. Like I I'm no I mean, you know, obviously. <laughs> Unless Tito's is a prescription. Yeah, Tito's is a prescription. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> I think that's rule. Let's not turn to alcohol. I think that's one. Uh, right. What do you, 
Have you ever dealt with anything like this? You ever dealt with people who have well, these issues? Well, my first advice to people with bipolar is just you should smile more. Um, not, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just right there. Uh, no, I we mean, kid, like, we can. Like, but, but I think that's the one thing is, is, is the same way that every person tries to get put into a box. What she's talking about is she doesn't fit in with the bipolar kids. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't yeah. fit in she doesn't feel like she fits in there. She's she, you know what she is? She's probably a hot girl that's not allowed to be like like for some reason you're only allowed to feel bad for somebody who's bipolar if they're like ugly or fat, you know? Mm. Like some was like, "Oh, like that's the excuse or whatever." Yeah, well this but, is the problem with the with these pro- listen, I and we're speaking from this podcast whole thing is we know nothing but we're going to talk about it. Right. So a place I, of I, ignorance. Uh, yeah, I don't want people saying to me you don't know shit. About, I don't know shit about this. I'm admittingly so. I I just know that when I feel sad, what helps me. So I I, I and that's the advice I'm going to give. But what you're saying is correct. People look at the cover of a book and they say, "Well, that book doesn't look like it has problems, so it has no problems." So that is true where it's like if you're it's t- it, it can be very tough to go through an issue like being bipolar when you're like a fit, pretty person right. and you're walking around and people would say, you have no, we also live in an era right now where, and I don't mean, and I, I think this connects. We live in an era where people want to be struggling. People, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fashionable to have your thing. Exactly. Bipolar is not really a thing you can wear. You're not an ethnicity that's been, downtrodden you know like you're not there's no bracelets for bipolar there's no bipolar bracelet (laughs) and and i'm just saying like so she might feel even worse because it's like you know everyone's got struggle now Mm -hmm. like you know like this is a serious problem bipolar she goes to see doctors for i'm sure she's medicating which she should be doing all those things and doing the professional things but then it's hard even harder because then you're around people who will tell you how hard their life is because right. it's fashionable to be the underdog and to have a hard life at this point. So I can understand why it's even tougher these days. Look at how how many hashtags can there be that doesn't that for every group. So and her group isn't necessary. It, it's 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 at the know, bottom of the barrel as far as like there's like oh my gosh there's autism and there's kids killing themselves and then there's body positivity which that one just makes me fucking sick yeah uh, but like it's it, <laughs> but it's it's one of those struggles that people don't necessarily want to deal with because right. it's like if you just say I'm by you know I don't know I I I'm just saying from an honest perspective you know well, if someone I, says they're they're bipolar it's like I don't know what I can do to help you what well, I think know? the one thing I would say is like because I, I I actually. Uh, worked at a camp for a long time for people with disabilities. And the one thing I can say is just like going off like my time with people with autism. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do is just keep experimenting with stuff that tries to make, that makes you better. I mean, every story of uh, like a functioning person with autism, mm. it no, nothing ever looks the same. You know, one kid watches Disney movies and that's how he connects. One person has to put uh, like squishy balls in his yeah. shoes. Like that, nothing is the same. So my advice to her was be experiment with how, like what can make you feel better. I mean, if, yeah. if, it's, if it's smelling flowers, if it's watching a particular movie every day when you wake up, like whatever it is. I mean, I know these sounds I love so. The, I love the idea of her like next just <laughs> becoming so the flower girl at college like yo that chick just smells flowers all day what the fuck but you know what <laughs> there's somebody that wants to fuck that flower yeah chick. yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody I, well this is well it, this kind of goes into the advice that i would give um and i agree with that totally like find a do things forward movement that's it's gonna, always it's gonna it's gonna get better because as you learn about your condition your mindset you're gonna you're gonna find a way yeah. to cope with it. You just gotta hang in. You just but gotta hang in there. This is this is what I agree with you because that's really get out of the house, go outside and play. That's really the advice you're giving. It's like go do something because that you know uh, what do they say? Idle hands or the devil's plaything or something, something like that. Yeah. There's something yeah. Look at the man step came in creepy. <laughs> yeah, the, devil's the devil loves play idle thing. hands. <laughs> so I I'm just saying. I mean, unless there's a Rocky Marathon on TNT, then you got to stay. Yeah, inside. then you, you stay. But sure. that's because you, that's you even doing something. That's you enjoying <laughs> Rocky. I'm saying doing is you not in your head thinking about how horrible life is. Because here's the other thing I'll say: everyone thinks their life sucks. So li- live on that too. Everyone feels like shit. Everyone's not doing as well as they thought they'd be doing. Everyone's not having the best day. Everyone is having their own issues. Nobody's life is great. So that should make you feel better to know that you're not alone. There are other people having bad days too. And I know you don't feel like you fit in, 
but everyone is sitting at home on a Sunday thinking, what did I do last night? Do I have any friends that care about me? Does my parents still love me? And, and, and everyone has those thoughts. The other thing is, I'll tell you, go make good friends. Like, go invest in friends and relationships. I would say, and, and that's a hard thing to do. That takes time. I was like, this past weekend, you know, a couple of my best friends moved to the city. Okay, moved to New York. We spent the day on Saturday, you know, outside. And it's like, and I remember walking away from like being with them, being like, man, I feel good. I feel fulfilled. I feel like my cup is full. You know, just because I was around people that I liked being around. So that's kind of my advice to her is to say, dig in to the friends you have. Try to spend more time together. Create events together. Create things to do. And But that's these are all like holistic things that, you know, right. some tarot card reader could read to. I'm not a doctor, but I'm right. just saying that would be advice that I would give to Build someone. Build a credenza. Bill, well, download I, laughable. Hold on, <laughs> I will say this: I, 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 from building my credenza, and from building my table, I do feel a sense of accomplishment walking away from it. Like I do feel like, oh, I finished a task, I did something, and that's the back to the idle hands thing. Get out of the house, do something. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Good luck to her, by the J-train way. J Train Podcast. At gmail.com. We got some real life shit on this episode. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, because you are doing the right thing if you're seeing doctors regularly, yeah, you're taking the right it. medication. So then that's that's just a thing that you manage. Like, that yeah. is part of it. Don't let that be the only thing that you're thinking about. Whatever. Yeah. You gotta, you're doing the right thing with it, and, and that's it. Now you got to yeah. try to do, the, do what else is good for you in your life, you know? Friends, man. Yeah. I want to move out of my fucking parents' house. That's the name of this. <laughs> I wonder what, what it could be about. Yeah. What the fuck up, J-Train, man, Samp, and featured guest? Been a day one fan of the podcast. I even told some of my fellow... I don't know if I can read no. that. About it as well. <laughs> Enough of the nut feathering. Here's my issue. 25 years old and still living with my parents. I know I'm still fairly young and I shouldn't rush to get out of my house. But fuck that noise. I'm ready to live out the rest of my 20s in the city to enjoy some uh, city life. Before I start a family like my other, uh, like any other kid my age, I've been trying to get my buddies to move in with me, but neither they, neither they, uh, but they either don't make enough to pay rent uh, right now, or they're just content with their current living situation at home. Neither one of us, uh, those are the case for me. I make enough money to pay rent with roommates, but not to live alone. I lo- I thought about going on Craigslist, find uh, random roommates, but I don't want to be stuck with some weirdos. So my question is to you. Do you have any t- tips for finding a good roommate situation to move to the city? Thanks for this email. Makes my po- uh, this email makes the podcast uh, keep up the good work. Uh, you should come do a show in Baltimore sometime soon. I promise you won't get shot. He actually wrote, "I promise you won't get shoot," which is funny. <laughs> uh, By the way, I don't think that's you, a promise. Seeing you struggle to read that email is why he's still living in his parents' yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Any advice for this uh, this aggressive emailer? Dude, I would, dude, just do it, man. Just here's the thing: he talked about finding somebody on Craigslist is a nightmare. Yeah, dude, that like is the best thing that could ever happen to you. You're going to make a new group of friends. Yeah. You're going to get new stories, new adventures. You're going to unlock a whole new party. Like the random roommate thing, it doesn't, I mean, like, I don't know if he's been to college yet mm. or not, but the random roommate thing is, is maybe one of the most amazing yeah, things. But that sentence tells me why he's still in the house. He's afraid. Right. You know, the, you know, I'm not, and I don't mean to be mean. I, I understand where he's coming from, but he, him saying, I don't want to have a weirdo roommate. Yeah. Because you live at home with mom and dad, and that is the safest thing you could ever fucking do. You're not out of your comfort zone, and moving is uncomfortable, just in general. No matter, even if you move in with people you've known your whole life, it's uncomfortable. So fucking do. That's all you have to do because the first weirdo roommate gets you to the next weirdo roommate. Right. You know, it doesn't happen unless you get through one. So get with the Craigslist people. Do your due diligence. Go out to coffee with them and meet these people and make sure that you have some like, you know, likenesses and get rules out and ground rules for the apartment. But the longer you sit there being like, well, I don't want to live with that weirdo and that weirdo and that weirdo. Now you're 30. Right. And mom's still making you mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, but goddamn, that mac and cheese is good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's safe. Yeah. It's the mac and cheese you've always known. You don't. You've never even had bacon bits in coming, your mac and cheese. Coming from four white guys sitting in a right? room in Manhattan, right? <laughs> Boom. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. 
at Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Go follow him. Support him. He's going to be in Springfield, Missouri, May 19th and 20th. Also, I'm going to be at the Comedy Cellar Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, May 7th. This is Friday. Go get your reservations. It might be sold out already. So go get your reservations. ComedyCellar.com. Um, I'm doing a half hour at the cellar. So ComedyCellar.com, May 7th at 8.30. Get your tickets. Get your reservations now. Going to be a great show. That's with Nimesh, right? Nimesh Patel. We got to tell that. You can't let me forget to tell that story about DC with Nimesh. So tell us, sir. Let's, let's. Well, I, mean, I don't. <laughs> it came up now. It came well, up because I. I'm sorry. The show. I feel like I'm forcing it. What's now? better time than now? But it's like it was so. Fu- it's like it's so funny how and when you're in New York and you're in comedy, like the, how everything weaves together. So yes. weird. Uh, so I went. I was doing the uh, underground comedy festival in DC. Okay, uh, a festival that Sean Joyce, the guy I told you about, it put this it, put dude. Together. I, I yeah, sent him an email. I was like, "Hey, uh, want to come to DC? Haven't heard back." Well, is dude? I'm telling you, when you one of the best things you could ever do is just if you're going that it's direction. It's called the Big Hunt, and I've heard it's a great it's show. It's Amazing. I've met the guy before. It seemed like night. a nice guy. I would love to do it. He's just, he's just, he's, he's got to get a taste of the train. That's all he's it got, is. He needs <laughs> a little taste of the train. Got to taste the train. I but think he would enjoy it. I, I think I'm, we'd have a fun time. But like, it's kind of one of those things where it's, it's kind of you just kind of be, be in the right place. It, you know, like so you were at the festival. I'm at the festival, Che Che's added late to the festival. Michael I'm, Che. So I do my from sh- SNL fame, exactly. Netflix fame, and also J Train friendship fame. Well, listen, <laughs> I he he tell he thanks me every day for my friendship. <laughs> so. That's the morning. It's right after the omelet flip. That's yeah, the right. So I go to the, I go to the show. I'm just hanging out. I meet your friend Lauren. Which, got- by the way, I meet I meet this girl Lauren. I, I know her through. So I know her through. We she used to put together shows in the DC area with friends of mine. So we just the the world of comedy is intertwined, right? Yeah, so so I'm sitting at a table with her. I meet her with a friend of mine named Joe mm-hmm. Carg, who's an amazing artist and a comedy fan, whatever. So, but I get introduced to her through him. Okay, I don't know that she knows you, and she yeah, doesn't yeah. know that I know you. So we're sitting at a table together, and Che's on stage, and he's doing. He gets done with his hour, and then he's doing what I like to call. The Che fuck around, which is like he's oh, yeah. drunk and he's on stage, he's hanging out, and then he calls Nimesh. Sometimes the most fun part of it's, the show. It's the best part of yeah. the show. It was, and so Nimesh comes on stage, and they're doing the they're doing the David Tell uh, Ross thing, where they're just kind of just going on stage and they're just hanging out. Sounds it's, like a blast. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so both che, good friends of mine. You know, I'm sure this is great. Yeah. So Che starts like, "Hey, what do you think we should let's far, let's FaceTime famous people," oh. and so he starts FaceTiming. Cast members from SNL. Nobody's picking up. And Nobody. this is and this is why you go to a live comedy show. Stuff like this happens. Yeah, it's which amazing. Is fun. Now you've become a team with the whole audience. You know, your FaceTime. Who is he FaceTiming? I mean, I, I, I mean, just anybody. It starts with Colin. He doesn't pick up. Yeah. He tries. Uh, Colin Joe's. Joe. Oh yeah. He calls. Uh, um, what's her name? Uh, from the Ghostbusters movie. Leslie. Yeah. Leslie Jones. Uh, and he tries, I think he tries Schumer. I mean, he tries all these people. Nobody's picking so up. So at this point, I get a text, and it's like 1230 in the morning, like, you know, 1230 night, whatever, from Lauren, who you're sitting with. Right. Uh, but I don't, being, I don't know if she sends yeah, this yeah, text. Being like, hey, Chase FaceTiming all these people. You should call. <laughs> <And you're- laughs> I, I am no Leslie Jones. Let me just tell you that right now. Um, and I was like, I'm sitting at, uh, at the cellar in New York, like if we were split screen this, I'm just right. sitting by myself, <laughs> hosting a show, and like I was like, you know what, I'll s- fine. Well, and it was funny. Like, and Lauren and I are separated at this mm. point. We're she's still at the table, and I'm in the I'm in the back of the room, right? Mm. And uh, I I just and Nimesh is on stage, and Che just looks at his phone and goes, "Oh wow, Jared." Freed is FaceTiming me now, and Nimesh, who is your friend, yeah, your yeah. compadre, <laughs> your um, your your wingman to the Sinbad incident. Yes, this is your guy. He goes. Incident. He just goes. He just goes. Jared Freed with so much disgust in his face, <laughs> and then Che declines the call, and I'm the only one in the back of the room laughing his tits off. Uh, this is a, like I'm like this is so weird because like I'm thinking, oh shit, I'm gonna ha- I don't know how this happened, yeah. but it's the most amazing thing in my what life. What a coincidence exactly. that I Facetime him. I've never Facetimed someone in my entire life. <laughs> um, yeah, and then she and I heard it killed. I heard oh, it was it, amazing. Yeah, it like, was like the big. It was like this uh, biggest yeah. laugh because he just declined it. And he's like, ha All right, I guess- ha ha, hang up on jared gets killer laughs. laughs ha 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 
hilarious. Uh, it's bit, it's shit on Jared week. You hear I, it? the oh, last I, podcast we did a whole review of a podcast that shit on me just who, by looking at my picture. Who was shitting on you? I'm not bringing up their name, but well, well I I do listen to this podcast. So you're just gonna make me listen? You're yeah, make, you gotta listen. That's such, <laughs> no, you're we did a, you we did even... like we did a good twenty minutes on it. So yeah, it, yeah but it's it. I'll tell you after. Right. But okay. Shitty. T- uh, so uh, on that note, come to the cellar Sunday night, the seventh, eight thirty. Comedycellar.com, and you can get tickets. Um, it's not. You should bring Nimesh on stage at the end, and then confront him about that story. I, I will. Okay. The Sinbad. Well, inc- we maybe will tell the Sinbad incident. Have I told that on this podcast? Yeah, you did. It. That's how I heard it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shitty texter. Dear Mr. Train, short question. I've been dating this girl at school for a month. We've hung out every single day and night since. Summer's rolling around, so you know what that means. Long distance. She only lives two hours away. Here's the catch. She's a shitty texter. The effort is there, but the text and chemistry isn't. Any tips, ideas on how to make this work? I really like her. What do you do with a bad texter? Well, first of all, you got to stop putting in your head that you really, really like her. Mm. Uh, because if you, yeah. like, you, you got to just know what it is. Like, some people are just bad at texting. I'm bad at texting, dude. Mm. Like, when, the second I leave the house at 5 o'clock to go do shows... I, I'm walking. I don't. I put my headphones in. I don't check my phone while I'm walking. Very rare. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I think um, this is a, this is a, anytime you're worried about someone getting back to your text, it's a you problem, not a they problem. Right. So when you text, have something to say, have a destination. If, especially if you're dealing with somebody that you like or you want to see again, which is something you want to do. Have a destination for what this conversation is all about. There's a lot of idle texting about nothing going on. And I get caught in this because it does, you know, you're just like, ah, I I don't want to be lonely. But I also want to be lonelier than spending an in-person conversation with this person. So you kind of have this, like, conversation with them that lasts hours upon hours about nothing. Like, I'll just have someone, there's someone that texts me all the time. I'm bored. I'm like, go fuck yourself. And because I have to answer. Because I have to be like, oh, why? Because I'm an asshole. Because I can't stop. Because I'm addicted to the phone, just like this person who's bored. So, bored, build a credenza. Build a credenza. That's always the advice. So, my advice to this person when you text, especially long distance, where you want to see this person again, where are you going with this conversation? If it's about the weekend, that's fine. How was the weekend? My weekend was great. I did this A, B, C, and D. How was yours? So you tell your story, get them to tell their story, and say a goodbye is what I would do. So end it. Don't do this text, you know, that conversation that goes on two weeks. Right. Hey, just wanted to check in. Just had a weekend that I did this, which reminded me about you. How Hope your weekend was well. See how that is bowed up? Right. That is just you checking in, being the person that you are, that you wanted to let them know that you're thinking of them, and goodbye. If they get back, they get back. But you've closed it off in a way where it's like, there's no need to get back. Just you letting them know that you're thinking of them is nice enough. You problem, not a they problem. Well, I feel like also people that, that text, like, that are bad at texting are really good on the phone, like, phone conversations. That could be, too. So, I mean, you might just have to call this girl and woo her with your voice. Do you want to get into it with, like, me, you know, send, like, a gif, send a me? Maybe that's what she's into. Maybe she just would rather send, like, but memes it, about But don't do things to get responses that you've already thought out. Right. It's, it's, that's more the point of this advice is, like... Don't do things because you want a result because nine out of 10, you're not going to get the result that you envision. So do things because you want to do them. I always say, you know, like if I, sometimes I'll, you know, it's like sitting at a bar with someone and you get a shot for you, you and I, and someone says to me, you don't have to do that. I always say to them, I don't have to do anything I do. <laughs> I, I, I have a, I, I have a, a, I've chosen a profession where literally everything I do is because I wanted to do it. There's not one thing. This podcast only exists because I wanted a podcast. So text because you want to send a message, not because you're looking for a specific message back. Right. Because that's going to get you out of your own mind. I've been there. I've been that guy where I'm like, why aren't they answering? Why aren't they saying this? Why aren't they saying that? It's my problem, not theirs. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast 
at gmail.com. Justin Smith at Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Go follow, support. He's going to be in Springfield, Missouri, 5, 19, and 20. Go check him out. Fantastic comic. Also, Myrtle Beach and Columbus. Go check him out. Proflowers.com. Mother's Day is coming, people, right? What's Mother's Day? What's the date? Uh, the 14th, May 14th. May 14th. Holy fucking shit. Go right now. Listen. Pause the podcast. Don't pause it. Do it while we're talking to you. <laughs> yeah, we'll just listen we're to just, this. Listen then, while yeah. you... No, but get it done. Yeah. The hardest part about Mother's Day is everything leading up to getting the shit done. And then you get it done. You're like, oh, check it off the list. I did it. Right. It's over. I'm a good son or daughter. You need to just get it done. And if it gets there on the 15th, it didn't get there at all. That's oh, my no. advice. Oh, yeah. No. Flowers on the 15th. You may as well just send... Your your mom a big pile of flame and shit. Right. Unless Don't do that. Unless she's into that. Uh, I know some, unless I know some she's into that. Moms. You're right. Those are also roller derby moms. Roller derby. <laughs> that is the most southern thing I've ever heard. That is the most Oklahoma thing I've ever heard. A roller derby mom. Yeah. I don't even know. Most of the time, when the roller derby, when the roller derby moms, there's two moms. So that's usually, oh, really? that, that's usually how that works. And, and not the one you want to watch. Uh, so listen, 14th is Mother's Day. You need flowers for them. Go to proflowers.com. Okay. When you, what I just go get it done. This is just, it's one of those things in my life. I've been late. I, did I tell that story one time, one year? Last year, I think I told this story. Basically, on Mother's Day, I was going to surprise. Yeah, this is this is a good. You have to tell the story. I got to tell the story again. I was I was at Mother's Day. I was like gonna. I I didn't send a card or anything. My big plan was to hop in my car at like five a.m., get home, and go Happy Mother's Day, Mom. That was my big plan. And I told my dad that, and I told my brother, I was like, I'm getting on the road early. I'm going to be home for Mother's Day. I'll spend a couple days back home and I'm going to get that big hug and I'll walk in with my card and all that shit. Sat and Mother's Day is a Sunday, right? So it's that every year, right? Yeah. I get, yeah, it doesn't make sense I am otherwise. Retarded. Yeah. Um, so I, so Saturday night, I go do shows. My last show is at like 12 and I end up meeting this chick. And we go to this bar and she's like, the girl's like, you want to do shots, whatever. And I'm like, Fine, I'll do a couple. I get fucking tanked. Tanked. So drunk that I don't wake up until like 11 a.m. Now, my whole family, except for my mom, thought I was coming home and I'm not calling or responding to text because it's 11 a.m. <laughs> when I'm supposed to be getting there at like 10 a.m. So now my I went from... So then they tell my mom, everyone's called me. There's a thousand texts, a thousand calls because I'm supposed to be on the road. They think I died. <laughs> so I went from coming home to a big hug on Mother's Day to instead my mom thinking that I died. Right. <laughs> Ruining the whole Ruining day. the whole Mother's Day. It just turns out you were a fuck up. That's it, all. It's it just turns out that I didn't mail the card in time. So my big plan was to get around mailing the card was to drive home and got drunk and fucked up and didn't make it happen. So this is all a long story to let you know. Don't do that to your mom where you get forced into a position where you might have to drive home to get the car door on the, before the 15th. Proflowers.com. When you send the 100 blooms for mom bouquet from Pro Flowers this Mother's Day, you will make a real impression. It comes with a free glass vase for just $19.99 plus shipping and handling. And if you really want to make a statement, you can upgrade to a premium vase, including gourmet chocolates for just $10 more. Choose the delivery date you want, and Pro Flowers are guaranteed to arrive fresh and beautiful and stay that way for at least seven days or your money back. Listen. Pro Flowers bouquet looks amazing. It's beautiful. It's going to be the best thing you ever did. It's going to cost 20 bucks plus whatever add-ons you do. And you know what? You're going to look like a fucking hero. And I promise the next time you go home, you're getting slipped with a hundy. Oh, yeah. Mom's going to be, take a hundred. Don't tell dad. And then you're getting, bring that hundred to the bar. You buy shots. Chick wants to fuck you. You just got blown because of Papa JT. You're welcome. So... The only way to get the 100 blooms from mom with a free glass vase starting at $19.99 is to visit proflowers.com. Click the microphone 
on the top right corner, use my code JTRAIN. That's my code JTRAIN. That's code JTRAIN. Code JTRAIN. That's proflowers.com, code JTRAIN. When you click on the mic, this stunning bouquet sells out fast, so order today. You ready for an email? I'm I'm ready for an email. By the way, that was that was a touching story about did you how big did you have to go the next year with your mom? Um, I it was horrible. It was <laughs> what, what happened later that day because you didn't make it up there, so you got to get on the phone with mom. I ended up driving anyways oh, and did, doing yeah. it. I ended up going. I hopped in the car and went. Chick's still in my bedroom right now. Right, <laughs> still several years. Several years later, still sleeping. An update from the Ugly Duckling sign- Syndrome girl. Do you remember this? Yeah. This girl wrote Am in. Am I just photogenic, right? I think that's who it was. Yeah. Big Papa JT learned my lesson after calling you a teabagger. My bad. Man, say, I've cue the tune. I'm reaching out to you for some light nut feathering, a quick update, and a shady hypothetical. Okay. Oh, this is, I think this is a different one. Okay. First off, I wanted to say thank you for the advice in regards to my resurrected 767 man friend and my recent oh, weight loss. I remember this, right. Okay. I decided to listen to that uh, ghost of Christmas future and not be a douche. Things are even stronger with the man friend, and I'm going to meet his family in a week. Whoa, baby. <laughs> so thank you for helping me out. I'll put that in all into perspective. I needed that harsh but incredibly accurate advice of yours. Okay, enough nut feathering. Time for that shady hypothetical, I promise. I can only hope this will cause some funny awkwardness on the show. The game is fuck, marry, kill. Yes. Okay. Just to be clear, now this is the girl that knew the guy from college. They didn't end up hooking up. Then yeah, they met yeah, up later. Yeah. And he, she, she was wasn't wondering sure. why right. he was into her. And yeah, yeah, yeah I do you're remember cool, this. So yeah, cool. meet his family. It's great. Uh, fuck, marry, kill. Choose from our the OKPs who have been on your podcast. <laughs> Mine would be fuck Luis Gomez. Definitely knows what he's doing. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Marry Anthony DeVito. Our smell stick business would be booming. <laughs> and kill Brandon Sagalow. Wow. Oh, what a, what a pull. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see Sagalow coming. <laughs> Only because he told me to put Miles on the bod. Sorry, bud. Okay. <laughs> that was funny. It's a personal vendetta. Fuck Mary, kill guests from this podcast. That's a tough. I don't know. I need a list and all yeah. this. Yeah. I'd fuck all of you. Oh. Aww. You're welcome. Oh, so but I'm happy for that update. Mo- uh, let's do... Let's do... SOS, what do I do about this fuck boy? Ah. Okay. So I think it's a lady listener. Hey, Jay Train. So I... Uh, I've finally gotten the courage to write this email because I'm a frustrated girl who has no idea how to handle life right now. So basically, my birthday fell on the second week of Co- weekend of Coachella, and I was supposed to work it uh, with my boyfriend. I had bought us a weekend one weekend one tickets, and after hearing that he was like hitting on other girls, so other people said I took the ticket back. This wasn't the first <laughs> rumor. I- <laughs> this wasn't the first rumor I've heard, so my insecurities get the best of me sometimes. He was also uh, he was also like the frattiest in his frat and had the reputation before I met him, but people were pleasantly surprised to find out that he actually had a girlfriend when they found out about me. We're both graduated, so I guess I'll have to outlive Greek life, right? On another note, I also broke up with him because I felt like he was using me for the ticket and taking advantage of my niceness. But I ended up giving it back to him, but not until damage had happened between us and completely ruined my relationship with his family, which is a different story because his mom got involved. Anyways, I gave his ticket back thinking we would spend the weekend together along with all our mutual friends and ended up seeing him maybe a total of two hours the entire weekend out of a four and a half days. I was a little more than um, I was more than a little mad uh, because I spent twelve hundred dollars on two tickets and a camping pass on Craigslist. What shit? These festivals, yeah, are crazy expensive, huh? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, well, it's gonna, just wild that she spent that much money on it. I mean, yeah. we're gonna talk about the fire festival later. That mm-hmm. news story, yeah, which is unbelievable. But um, here, wait, I, I didn't hit the I didn't hit this. Before. Yeah. I had an amazing time and made a new bestie, but I was still upset he wasn't there with me. I also decided to work not to work weekend two because I was sick and exhausted from five days filled with blacking out and too much alcohol, et cetera, et cetera. My body couldn't function normally for days, so I decided 
I couldn't work and assumed uh, since he was went weekend one that he would spend my birthday weekend with me instead of working as well. But I was wrong. He decided to go without me, work by himself. Okay, he had, what's her question? <laughs> what do you think I should do? You think it's a hopeless case? I mean, it's hopeless. Yeah. I got to say, should I try to make it work? There's never... I feel like Ross and Rachel, we were on a break, SOS. No. He admitted he had sex with another girl. No, this is over. You know over. what? It's I'm over. A, I'm going to tell you right now. This is the, There's nothing more infuriating than being a fat guy who's been stuck in the friend zone so many times. Mm. There is there is three fat guys that are in love with this girl <laughs> that would cut off three to four fingers just, to, just yeah. to hold this girl's hand in public. And she's like, you know, I mean, he fucked three of my friends, but you know what? His eyes are amazing. And you're just right. like, you know, like, yeah. so what are you doing? Like, Well, this is the problem with gifts in general. Like... She didn't get... It's not a selfless gift that she gave. You know, like, let's look at... Like, she gave this weekend ticket to him as an idea of, like... Just like the text. She didn't... If you send a text with hoping for a certain response, you're going to be disappointed. She gave him the ticket with with this idea in her head of what this was going to mean for them. That's not how gifts should work. Right. You, It should work with... You give it to them because you're saying, I want to give it to you, and I trust that you will be so appreciative of this gift that you're going to want to spend it with me. That is, it shouldn't be, the gift shouldn't be the contract maker. Right. It should be the result of the contract. You know, so like, it it should be. You should know the outcome of of when you give this gift, not hoping that this is going to change the outcome. And it's not, yeah, it's not going to change anything. If if this guy's not into you, the ticket to... You know, Coachella ain't ain't fixing that. But I don't. Here's what I don't get about the, what, like, what a big mistake too. Yeah, uh, I want you to be with me. Also, let's be around a bunch of uh, you know a, a couple thousand half naked girls. Let's do Molly in neon. <laughs> yeah, with Molly. But also, like you're around, you're around the best musicians in the world. Like that's what mm. I don't understand about festivals is the idea that you, everybody's like, oh, they go for the drugs and the weird clothes. It's like. You're you're watching Kendrick Lamar and the Red Hot Chili Peppers on the same stage. Like, yeah. how bored are you? <laughs> I don't care. How, he's like, I've never done Molly before, but I guarantee you, it's never as good as that. Okay, it's never as as good. There's as- a lot of people shaking their head right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Of, oh yeah. look! Oh look! On the side stage, Skrillex and Willie Nelson yeah, yeah, are on yeah, the yeah. same stage. It, and I <laughs> I agree with you. Like, how much do you really need the? But for this girl, like, you should never be. You should never be thinking, how do we make this work when you don't have a kid together? Right. You know, like <laughs> if you're sitting there being like, how do we do this? Can I, should I, should I work at this? And it's like, what are you working for? So you can be miserable a year from now too about something completely different about it, about the fire festival that you got fucked on. Like, I, I, I don't think she's got to end it. You got to get away from it. You got to start texting and talking to new guys. Uh, that's the only way out. You got to, you got to end the communication, end the cycle. And listen, anytime you tell someone about a guy and you're like, I got, I just wish he didn't do this. That means you wish you were dating a different guy. I just wish he would call me more. I just wish you would spend time with me at the festival. Yeah. That's someone else. Not this guy. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. Yeah. And then we'll do this one's just called peanut butter. Okay. I like where this is going. Big fan of the scene. Or, okay, here are the choices. My girlfriend sucks in bed unless she's drunk. Peanut butter, question mark. Uh, pee problems. How long can peanut butter be? Pee problems? How long can peanut butter be? Maybe we can get... Oh, yeah. Started recommending your podcast to guys on dating apps so that shows how much I love your podcast. I have a good hypothetical for you. Would you rather give up your favorite food for life or wake up every morning with a 4% chance you'll be covered in peanut butter? <laughs> Roughly 14 days a year. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I love peanut butter, and so well, it depends. Like, if it's crunchy peanut butter, I feel yeah. like that's that's a chore. Like you're clogging your drains up if you're getting yeah, there's it off. A lot going like, on there. There's just a lot of like sticky, and it's just like it's kind of like if you get to that exfoliating scrub on accident. Yeah, you, know, you get if you maybe it's if, good for your skin. Uh, what? But it's not, but it's not. It's just it's, here's it's, the thing. It's, My sa- fa- it's sand and soap. Stop saying it's amazing. <laughs> but there's no favorite food of mine that I would like. There's not one food that would ruin my life if I didn't have it again. 
Yeah, no, maybe with is Mexican there, food, it would kill him. Like, if I couldn't have Mexican food, I would... But it, really it's your favorite yeah. food. It wouldn't be Mexican food. That's a category. It would be right. like Yeah, rice. but if I could have like, burritos or something, it would be, you know... You life? You don't want that? Yeah, no, I mean, I... I, I would live... But I hate fucking being sticky, though, so if that's it, a Like, if I was, like, my favorite food's pizza, I could live without pizza, and I would just right. move on to the other thing. So I'm going without the favorite food for the rest of my life. See, but here's the problem. You're thinking of being... Co- like, you think of peanut butter as a negative... Oh, you're thinking there's it's a po- no, no, no. What I'm saying, it's a positive. Like yeah. you, oh my gosh, I didn't have peanut butter, and now I have peanut butter. Like, yeah, but you're not great. gonna you you're not gonna take a knife to the peanut butter that's in the crack of your ass and slab it on some bread. Well, yeah, but the the peanut butter on my forearm, I can still yeah. use that shit. Yeah, like I, I your can... bed's all <laughs> fucked up though. It's yeah, like... you gotta clean your sheets. Yeah, I'm going without the food. Me too. I guess. <laughs> um, to be single, I accidentally fucked her roommate. How do you accidentally? <laughs> Yo, J-Boner, cue the music. JK, I'm a dude. Okay. <laughs> Good thing we didn't do that. Podcast is awesome. You know that. I know that. The world knows that. So let's get to the point. I recently went to a friend's birthday party where his girlfriend was trying to set me up with one of her friends. Her, girl A, and I hit it off really well. And at some point uh, in our drunken night, we agreed we wanted to get dinner together la- later that week. Later in the night, a girl, B... And that friend group started dancing on me and quickly turned into a makeup and that girl telling me to go home with her. As I grabbed my jacket, girl A stopped me and asked where I was going. When she put two and two together, she grabbed my phone and deleted her own number. I proceeded to go home with girl B and gave her the strong medium. That night in the, in the, in the morning before I left, my friend... <laughs> so gave her the strong medium that night in the morning before he left. Good job, buddy. <laughs> uh, my friend hits me up the next day to let me know that the girl who I fucked is girl A's roommate who probably heard me pounding her... Okay, relax, dude. Pounding her out that morning, dude. Come on. Uh, this is all well and fine, except that I really liked girl A and want to possibly see where things go with her. So what the fuck do I do to get in her good graces? I think that ship is just, fucking just, sailed, she, buddy. You had her number and she deleted it. She aggressively wanted to make sure that you never saw her again. Yeah. Also, dude, like, you couldn't sacrifice that one night. But also, I mean, like... On on the other end, if you were really that good with B, mm. A's gonna find out. And if A really wants you, just I feel like you just hang out. And you if you t- if you were really that good, A's gonna A's gonna hit you up. If there was the pounding on the wall that you claim happened, the only way out into girl A, if we're really gonna talk this out, is to separate from girl B. Not be cool with her. Like, just be like, hey, that was fun. It was a one-night thing. Take a month, then start texting girl A via another friend. Because, like you said, it was good sex. The word will get around. Also, everyone wants to tame the bad boy. Mm-hmm. So if you were hypothetically tamed by girl A when you come back around, because you will be, you want to see a future with her, so you're going to act very differently than you did with girl B, Plus the idea of her getting, you know, some great sex out of it. That could help you out. So that's the only way out. In is out. <laughs> Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I think we got time for one more. Yeah. <clears throat> Girlfriends, roommates. What do we think? Italian vagine. In need of advice. Urgent. Well, you got to go with that. <laughs> Dick pic controversy. I love a dick pic controversy. <laughs> Cue the music. Female email. Wow. Very female heavy. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like this question. After a tit for tat argument with this guy I'm talking to, I decided to ask for your advice on this subject. What is the equivalent to the dick pic? Is it the nude boob or the spread eagle? I feel like there's not a single way to make a spread eagle shot attractive in any way. What say you, Mansamp, and guest? This is a great question. What is the currency of a dick pic? If you were to go to the the money exchange and you say, I got this dick pic, what are you getting back in vagina land? Well, I mean, per like, I don't, I don't think a dick pic, like, I don't think, I don't think, 
I don't think dick pic and like spread eagle like that's not a that's not a exchange. I don't think that's not I the currency. Like, I feel like uh, a so you spreading a, like if you, went, lo- if you went to vagina land, if you went to Womansville, right, with a dick pic and try to cash it in for something else. I feel like you get a really good boob shot or like an artistic like body shot with no face. Oh, no faceless. Yeah. Interesting. What do you think, man? So I'm, like, oh, I'm going to bring you in this. Right. Bit. Well, the dick pic is typically going to be faceless, right? It's just going to be a, right. a dick shot. So, I, yeah. yeah, I don't think... First of all, Spread Eagle, I don't think anybody necessarily wants that shot. Well, nobody it's like, really you, wants a dick pic either. Right, like, but I'm just saying, but even... But, like, yeah. as far as equivalence is concerned, maybe you just... Yeah, like you said, do something... set Like a sexy Well, pose, well this is you know. what they're what they're doing is... But nudity, he, for sure. He's sending his dick, and he's saying, now you send me back something. Right. Um, I think it's got to be nudity, though. It's got to be nudity. I think it has to be faceless because the dick pic is faceless normally. Um, not the spread eagle. That's not equivalent. That's way no. more yeah, that's invasive. It feels like that's like an exchange with an "I love you." Like that's like that's like. The, I mean, I, that's a wild I mean, picture. I, 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 <laughs> like a spread eagle. Yeah. <laughs> like that is yeah, a yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. For someone to expect, you're gonna see right. lots of bubbles like go like go away and come back. Like he's because he's trying to figure out what the fuck do I send? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I mean, hey, I mean, <laughs> uh, just... here's what I would say: a dick. You have to. The exchange has to be the equivalent of what you'd see in a gym locker room. So in the gym locker room, you could see a dick. Like if I was to look around, I could check out other dudes' dicks. Right. What could a woman look around and check out? Side boob. Yeah. I think like a, a, a side boob shot is what is the equivalent to a dick pic is what I think. Yeah. I think that's the answer. Right. Nothing too graphic, but suggestive. Like, just think. Well, this is a hard dick, right? It's not just a. a... I go half chub. Okay. I'm a half chub dick. Because you want to leave room for potential. Yeah. Potential for more. Um, I want, you know, to th- her to think that's what I'm working with on a daily, even though it's not. Right. You know, but I, I think um, the minute you start spreading things out, like that's, you, you know, like you have to spread things out too, dude. Yeah, clearly. You know? Oh, you're not talking to me. You're talking to, okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I am not talking about you. <laughs> but I'm saying, <laughs> like if a girl ever saw, I remember in college, there was a girl whose pictures got out and it was like, very much the spread eagle type of pictures. Yeah. And it was like, wow. Like, you're like, oh my God. Like, I can't believe these are out there and in the ether. But then for this girl, I would say for every dick pic, if you're looking to play that rat tat tat game, side boob with a half a nip showing, that's enough. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Justin Smith, thank you so much for coming on, man. Dude, thanks for having me. I love this show. Fantastic. This OKP. At Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Springfield, Missouri, the 19th and 20th. Go check them out. We'll be right back with Hypothetical News. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Justin Smith, thank you so much for coming on. Dude, thanks for having me. Fantastic. Man Samp. Hey, man. At Man Samp on Twitter. Mandatory Samson Podcast. Every Friday. Here on the Labs Network, we do have a poem. Oh, wow. FYI, there will be a poem at the end of this episode after some would-you-rathers. I'll keep it short. No description needed. Would you rather be The Rock or Rob Gronkowski? (coughs) What do you think? Well, I mean, I'd go Gronk. Just because Gronk looks like he has more fun. Yeah. The Rock's got to eat, you know... 67 fish a day mm-hmm. and he's got it like he's he's constantly got to be fish. funny all the time like i'm a comic like it's my job to be funny but he has to be funny and he's not a funny guy do you understand like it's wow, not really yeah by the way i can't <laughs> believe i'm <laughs> having explained super patriots fan over here like i my chose friend of me just the rock I just, oh, I I forgot all about that. (laughs) i don't know like because gronk always like he's having a good time here's here's a Nancy, what do you I mean, with? I, you know, I'll do respect. Both have been in WrestleMania. I was so, going to go with The Rock. The Rock seems like he is having more fun than Gronk. Just opportunity day to day. Being here, a, the grind of a football season's the rough. The Gronk thing could fizzle out. Here's, the, here's where it is. We live in a time where everyone's looking to take you down. 
The Rock hasn't had his downfall moment yet, but I think he's protected from it because he comes from the wrestling background. Right. So to some people that he's not taken seriously enough to take down. Right. He can't be the hero. We everyone got taken down. Michael Jordan got taken down. Gambling. Uh, fucking Tom Brady with the deflategate. Uh, Peyton Manning, HGH. All you can't get big now. The Rock, for whatever reason, it feels like he's avoided that takedown, and I think it's the wrestling thing. Gronk is gonna have a day where it's gonna bite him. I, 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 I don't want it to happen, but you already see it. The grumblings of any time a player is given shit in the NFL for like be you know being too wild of some right. sort they give they all there's these like whispers of people being like how come no one gives shit to gronk about it you hear that a lot now uh, like there's like a groundswell now people a, are like we got to give shit to this guy well, for there's, something they're saying like it's race related there's a lot of people uh, will say like how come a cam newton gets a letter from a mom for dancing in the end zone and gronk is fucking slamming beers and right. no letters written well, because he it, plays it, in think, Boston, that's but, why. <laughs> but I do think I do think that's a fair thing. Like it's a fair question to ask. For sure, yeah. Why isn't Gronk held to these Puritan, you know, like you know, statuses where other players are being held? But it also has to do with the position that he plays. Like I mean, like quarterback say versus you want tight to, end. Quarterback yeah. is the guy that's composed. He's the guy that has to lead the team. The tight end is the badass. He, yeah. the, the tight end and the fullback are the wild cards. Right, they're they the, murder They're sometimes. the shortstop mm-hmm. and the catcher of I football. I, I, my point is more that I think we're going to see somebody try to take Gronk down. But here's the thing. I don't think that it's it's not going to matter. It's, it's not going to matter. Like, it won't matter like, to me. I feel like Gronk, no matter... Like, if Gronk could go broke, he could still bartend in Hawaii and still be happy. Do you understand? Yeah. Like you're not like the rock is like the rock's too motivational. He's like, he's like, it's Get a up. we're going to make this money. We're going to go. I started with nothing. And it's like, and when you take that away from him, yeah, he's going to lose his shit. But Gronk's like, like I've, I've, I've heard stories. Pete Corielli told me a story. I was working with him in Kansas uh-huh. city one time. And he was talking about how they had a family. They knew they had friends that lived next to the Gronkowski mm-hmm. cabin, like at some Lake. Yeah. And he talked about Gronk before he ever made it yeah. and he was that way and yeah. so it's like if you were that way before you were famous and you're that way during when you're famous i mean like he's not doing an aaron Rodgers and just like all of a sudden oh look it's super bow Bo belt he's fun no, he was doing and now he doesn't talk time. to his family but what like, gronk be, is gronk all so the you way. would be the gronk because gronk is who he is i don't mm. know that the rock is who he is i what do you think what are you gonna be yeah i mean i think i'd be the rock honestly i'm gonna be the rock and i hear what you're saying i, I that's fine and i hear it but the reason I'm the Rock is because he gets the best of both worlds. He gets to be famous guy. Also, he gets to walk to the ring with thousands of screaming people. So yeah. he gets the walk to the ring sports moment as well as the non-sports moment of not having concussions. So <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with that. But I hear you. I think you've made a good argument. You almost got me. Uh, well, I'm t- I'm telling you, if you ever get, if you ever play. Uh, the Patriots uh, Arena, Arena, the Patriots Arena. Oh my gosh! Have you ever seen a sport? <laughs> Send in your hypothetical J Train podcast at gmail.com. I got more. Let's do another one. That Try was and fun. save Justin from <laughs> the Patriots from the, Arena. Yeah, in the third period for the Patriots. They play outside match. Um, I know what you're asking yourself. Dear Senor Train, I know what you're asking yourself. And the answer is yes. I did have to Google the Spanish word for train. Oh, dear Senor Tren. Oh, that's funny. Okay. On to the hypothetical that has sparked much debate. Would you rather give up drunk sex or drunk pizza? Personally, I'd give up drunk sex because it's never really that great, but pizza is. However, if your main method of meeting potential fuck buddies is that at a bar, it could hurt your game, never being able to deliver when you go home with him or her. What do you think? Drunk sex all the way, like or like yeah. I would give up drunk pizza. I'd give up drunk because pizza. Pizza, pizza sober is amazing. Yeah, I'm giving up drunk pizza. Yeah, yeah I don't. I'd be a better off person for it. Right. I'm not shitting all the next day. Yeah, It'd be great. Let's do one more. Hmm. Especially at the arena, the pizza at the arena is great. Uh, arena Patriots pizza. Arena, so good. <laughs> Here's another pizza related one. Oh man, greetings, gargantuan gooch grease guzzlers. Got a hypothetical for you and your esteemed guest. Would you rather always have to eat your food hot or always have to eat it cold? Pizza is usually good either way, but eating hot fruit or a cold burger does not sound appetizing. Any other foods you would hate to have hot or cold? Feathering is mutual from Snapchat user 
Marco Lus seventeen seventeen. I'm going hot food. I like I clearly, everything's hot. Clearly, I don't eat fruit, so I'm, <laughs> I'm everything I eat is hot anyway. So. You're fruitless. <laughs> yeah, hot everything hot everything hot. I, I probably eat the majority of the food I eat. Even if it's you know fifty eight percent is probably hot food as opposed to cold food. So I'm, I'm go trying hot. to think of what would be bad. Now would it be dr- like is drinking that way too? Like would you have to drink hot soda? Let's say it's food. I because I that's a well. If that's the case, I'm going cold. <laughs> well, right. If drinks are involved, what are you gonna drink? Fucking boiling water all the time? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I because I, I drink iced coffee every day all throughout the year. Why right. iced coffee all throughout the year, summer, winter. Fall, spring, yeah, the whole year. Yeah, always ice coffee. Yeah. Extra ice, black one sponge. If you're wondering. in case anybody wants to in show case, up, yeah. in case there's an email coming. In case you that. come to you go you you want you legit want to go have that fan book you a show show up in the green room with that ice coffee yeah. sitting there and make. I just want the that ice coffee right there. <laughs> but nothing bothers me more than a drink that's like got three cubes in it. Yeah, I want I want it full of cubes. And people do it. It's a cheap guy thing, where they go, "I'll have soda, no ice," because they don't want oh. to lose. I fucking hate that. I hate that so fucking. That's the much. fun of the fountain soda. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. Ice it. is what is, it? and then chewing on the ice after. Come on, yeah. idiot. Now, <laughs> I'm going all cold because I'm thinking of what food would be. There's foods that would be disgusting to me, hot, and not as many foods that would be disgusting to me as cold. Like soup is the one thing you really lose. I don't mind cold soup. Really? Yeah. What yeah, you- it's weird. I'll eat like a hot and sour soup or whatever from, you know, and get Chinese cold? food. cold? Yeah, I don't mind if it gets cold. That's the weirdest thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's <laughs> that, okay. That is crazy. Okay. That's, uh, we got some news? Yeah, you want to talk about this fire festival quick? Let's talk about it. Yeah, Ja Rule was involved in this whole thing. They were doing... The reason why I wrote... I mean, obviously, it was a pretty big story, but this is where I went on my honeymoon, the Exuma Islands in Bahamas. Yes. So, which was nice. I was at a sandals mm-hmm. resort, not mm-hmm. this disaster that they tried to pull off. It was Ja Rule and this other kid, Billy McFarlane, who's like 25. Yeah, I saw They were him. trying to say... It's like this very extravagant idea of like all this gourmet food, and it costs... You know, eight thousand dollars to go, and there's going to be performers and this and yeah. that, and it was just not. And then that. I, the terrible. only reason I heard about it is like the Twitter. Have you heard about this? Yeah, yeah, it's been all over the place, guys. I mean, like your warning should have been, Jaw Rule yeah. is doing a festival. <laughs> like that's that's all. It's like nope. <laughs> I loved this story because it really outs a lot of people as frauds. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because it outs people that were here at home. It just shows the amount of envy that's out there. People hate, hated so hard. Everyone was so happy that the type of person that would go to a right. festival would get fucked like this. <laughs> it's so funny. They were so happy. And this shows also how much we hate rich people now. The ticket was exorbitant. Like it was like a $12,000 ticket. Yeah, they went, well, they went up to like $200,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like ridiculous, the ticket prices were ridiculous. And so everyone was like, fuck whoever would spend money to do this. And so everyone is so happy that Johnny Rich guy. Also, it had to have been, if you look at the acts, something I read, the acts are very young, except for like a couple of acts. Like, yeah, like one eighty two cancel. But there's a there's somebody named Skepta who I don't know. The fuck I guess these is. are all people that were right. famous to anyone that's like 22 or below. Right. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to have either like where you'd get the money. There's only one place. Right. Do the math. Mama mm-hmm. and Papa Bear. So everyone who would go to this is hateable to a lot of people out right. there. So there was a lot of dancing on the grave. The other side of the lie were these Instagram pictures that people were putting up saying how awesome it was still. <laughs> so we already know that it sucks. And then people were like, yo, this is great. We're at the fire Festival. Just shows the lie of Instagram from the right. other side. Where people were like, Even as people were saying how uh, disaster this is, people were still posting... At the beach, man, having a great time. Hashtag Fire Festival. Right. So everyone's a liar. Well, all the people that are happy it's going badly, they're liars because they're just being shitty to these people that they hate, you know, behind their back. They all have everyone has a friend they thought of right away that they would be happy to have gotten fucked by a festival. Well, I mean, like I was wa- I was watching clips of this thing, like because I, I I did it on I was watching it on all the things. 
And they were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they had these tents to stay in. And then they had to eat these, like, they were showing these, look at this awful food. I'm like, it's a sandwich. Like, it looks better than what comes out of my bodega. (laughs) And they're like, oh, they're having to swim with pigs. I'm like, that sounds amazing. Yeah, like, all the things, like, like, I wouldn't pay $200,000 to do it. It's insanity. You throw a a grand and I get to see, like, a graveyard of a festival. I'd pay a grand to see that. (laughs) I'd pay a grand to see sad rich kids. I mean, I don't know. Why didn't my youtube star show up it's like that's that's amazing to me it's really unbelievable because it well it shows that like a lot of these festivals are saying you were there instead of actually having fun right you know like mm. i don't know i i i guess i i was excited to see these people fail as well but then right. i was also like from their perspective i'm like what the fuck like who what did you really want to go for anyways? Yeah. <laughs> well, like you're saying, it's like if you're willing to spend, you know, 10 grand to go to this, it's like you you don't have any real stake in the game. Yeah. No, this won't hurt you. No. I think you'll be, you'll be okay. You'll live in your parents' beach house. You'll just, right. you'll just go, you'll get on dad's yacht and come back. Yeah. Why not? Any more news? Uh, oh, we got a me... poem. Let's read a poem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the poem. Let's read a poem from our poet laureate of the J Train podcast. Who to thunk? Um, <laughs> I, li- I like this dude I've heard He's his good. poems before He's good We'll read it But Justin Thank you for coming on Dude thanks for having me man At Justin Smith Comedy On Instagram Go follow him Support him Go 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 now Man Sam Thank you for coming on Of course thanks, Mandatory man. Samson Podcast Every Friday here On the Labs Network Let's read a poem From our poet Blue Apron For the win He's even incorporated a sponsor. No, he's good. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Guten Tag, y'all. May you be feathered today. I'm rhyming with rhythm to help you defeat the buffet. J Train endorses a cooking service. Treat yourself to Blue Apron. You know you deserve it. He's stretching already. It's okay. We'll okay, take it. Let's like, pull it together. We start. He better pull it together. You might be wondering, do consumers approve? Well, the ratings are great. Reading reviews is the move. Scroll through their website and you will see an ethnic and vi- an ethnic and vibrant variety. Faro and pickled rhubarb salads are worthy of note, maybe even a ballad. Taiwanese chicken with jasmine rice, just enough calories, flavor, and spice. So the quality's there, but is it worth the money? Yes, it's an investment in shrinking your tummy. <laughs> but that's not the main reason to allot funds for this grub. It'll also help you with that medium chub. Cooking, you see, makes vaginas moisten. Once you do an apron, dawn an apron, she'll start rejoicing. Love that one. That was, <laughs> I got gotta say, that, I'm back. This is because you're multitasking. When you show her the skill, you'll be utterly dashing. As you're sauteing the veggies, boiling the rice, she'll be juggling your jizz storage device. A dame loves a man who can serve her a meal. She prefers veggies fresh and her meat to be real. Taking your time portrays you as patient. That way your lust isn't so blatant. Indeed, it's Blue Apron for the win. Use promo code JTRAIN to channel the Fieri within. Keep flipping those omelets. Uh, wow. Uh, all right, very nice. Fantastic. Well, that's our show. Um, I'm Jared Free, JTRAIN56 on all platforms. Goodbye and farewell. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archived episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!